0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Sister Show. It is I, your host Deborah Meals, and I've come to talk to you about the ways you can unclog your soul. (laughs) I might change the title when I actually type it in, but for now that's what sounds right. And because we're in a new year and everyone's trying to do uh, new things and create new habits or new goals or so some people have just given up altogether I mean you don't wouldn't blame them it's only hard work <laughs> um, but for the people who actually genuinely want to make a difference and you know figure out you know focus on themselves I was just say that just that encompasses a lot of things but focusing on themselves this year to be better these are the ones I'm making this recording for because it's not really an easy step to better yourself like, it's very easy to, you know, talk yourself out of it or doubt yourself. Well, at least that's what I went through. So I just come up with a few things. Nothing too nothing too long. I'm just, just i not, I'm, I'm not going to give you guys a, a scroll of things to do. But it's a start. And the first thing I wanted to say is you have to make the choice yourself. There has to be a will. I don't know if you've heard whether there's a will, or there's a way but you have to want it, it has to come from you, you have to make that choice, you don't have to have all the answers at once and I'm not gonna lie, most of the things I'll probably say in this recording are the things I need to hear myself and need to do because I've also come up with a bunch of excuses and other aspects of my life and I don't want to end this year and with another regret, so yeah, the first thing is to make the choice, you know, have the will, I want to be better. I want to do this and I want to do that. That's the first step. And I genuinely believe, I don't know how many people are atheists out there, although I don't honestly, but anyway, all I'm going to say is I'm a Christian. And I, I believe that once you make that decision, God will start showing you ways that you can take the steps towards those things that you want. um like i mean he can show you the way but at the end of the day it's up to you to actually get up and make those changes because there's only so much you can do i'm sure you've heard that i mean there's only so much you can do even if there is only so much you can do is way beyond whatever we can do but at the end of the day if if he gives us a direct plan to being fit or doing a trick to whatever it is that you need answers to it's up to you to actually get up and execute those steps so yeah you can have the will but we have to get up and that's one thing i will need to do especially when it comes to my fitness um but anyway first thing have the will make that choice that you want to better yourself in whatever way. and once you've made that decision the next thing i probably say is for you to start well for i'm saying these are the steps because these are the things that i did I started to evaluate my life Like when I felt like I had a moment Where it just felt like my mind opened Like some veil had been dropped And it's almost as if so many things I don't know like I got like an, a flood of wisdom I don't know Something happened one particular night I can't even tell you the date oh, I, I, Maybe I could say the year That was 2018 uh, nine, or 19 One of them Anyway, um, yeah, so it was like I got this flood of wisdom, I guess I'll say. And I started applying those things to my life. I started looking at everybody in my life, the friendship that I had. Because I realised there were certain things I'd done that got me up until that moment. That I was, that I was, I just got out of a toxic friendship with someone who made me, who always made me ask, look like the bad person, feel like the bad person. So they can emotionally manipulate me. She could emotionally manipulate me. You know i just got in out of that and i was really looking for answers because at that point in time is is like i was made to look like the bad person but i it was kind of painful when you go through something like that when you think you've considered someone uh, like a sister to you and then you're just to them you're just you're just a means to an end you're nothing special and all the times when you thought you were doing sacrifices for them they thought that they were manipulating. she thought she was manipulating me but all those things came from the goodness of my heart for the love of a sister and that's who she ended up being so it makes you feel stupid because you feel like wow i was the only one <laughs> but that was what i was going through at that time so i started evaluating when i when that happened i started evaluating all the friendships and all relationships that i had even with family i started looking does this do i do i feel good about myself when i'm around you what emotions do i mostly what what are the vibes i hate that word because everyone uses it these days but what are like what's what what kind of an what kind of energy and vibes am I getting from you? Are you always projecting shame on me? Are you always mocking me? Can I confide in you? Do I can I can I do I know that if I'm in emotional distress or something, I can come to you and confide in you, and I and I know fully well that you won't laugh in my face or dismiss me or something like that. And I wouldn't say that was everyone, around, even even her. I never, for some reason, I guess i um, i was listening to my intuition to an extent. I just could not be, I could never see myself being vulnerable with her. Like, for, I didn't even trust her to be in my house one time, and she kept badgering me to tell her why I wouldn't let her. And I let somebody else into my house to stay one time that I went to work, and I didn't know how to. I didn't. It didn't come to mind for me to articulate it like this, but I didn't trust her because she was the type of person, because she's trying to get so close to me so quickly to give me the impression that she's my friend, so that she can, you know benefit off of me driving her places and and using me in the way that she wants she was trying to get close very quickly so um there was pushback and I guess that's something that I felt deep down inside but I cannot not articulate at that time but I digress before I lose my point <laughs> um I started um, I kind of really forgot why I went on that little run I did say it for a reason But I guess it'll come back to me at some point But anyway um, I started evaluating all the friendships that I had And I realised that most of them I don't feel good about myself It's like the fact that I'm in The only thing that is really keeping those friendships together Is the fact that I am insecure The way they would all benefit From my insecurity Is, it diff- is different differently every Relationship Or friendship it's different in a unique way, but the what the way I saw it, the common denominator was me. So I didn't think to say, okay, I'm attracting all these people. All I thought is that all oh, these friendships have something in common and it's benefiting off my insecurity, me feeling bad about myself, undermining myself, doubting myself, invalidating myself. And I didn't want I didn't know what a better friendship looked like. But I knew I wanted something better. At least you know you don't want to be punched. In, okay, that wasn't the case. But I'm just giving an example. Like sometimes you may not know what better looks like. But you know you want better. At the end of the day, who wants an abusive relationship? Or an emotionally abusive and manipulative relationship? No one. So, yeah. So let me go back to the list. You have have the will. Make the choice. Slash make the choice. Evaluate your life and Be honest. They go together as well. Evaluate your life and be honest because it's very easy for us to feel guilty for the people that we've left behind because we we may know them to a particular level and we know the pain that they've gone through to make them end up the way they have. But at the end of the day, it's still a choice that they're making every day. If someone comes up to you and slaps you, everybody would either get angry or some people will punch back. So it is a normal thing for every human. We know what pain is just the way we know what love is. If, if a, an adult, a person, a human being is inflicting pain on you in whatever way, they know exactly what they're doing. The only, the, only time, the only reason why they probably don't even think about it is because you're not fighting back and you're allowing it to happen. Because if you are to do the same thing you did that they're doing to you, to them, they will have a reaction. So it's very easy for us to feel guilty that we're leaving these people behind. We know what they went through. Oh, life is going to be so much hard. All the lies that they've brainwashed us with yeah but if we're going to be honest with ourselves what you're trying to talk you what you're really talking yourself into doing is staying in your comfort zone and we all know our comfort zone is never really where we grow so you're but if you think about it even if you think okay i feel bad for this i feel bad my mother's narcissistic but she's my mother yeah but if you think about it it's only going to get worse over time because you're tolerating, you're tolerating it all the more or i've known this girl for so long i can't break up the friendship wait it's like it doesn't really mean anything honestly speaking like um that that guilt is what makes a lot of people makes a lot of people second guess themselves and stay in contact with such people. but you have to be honest with yourself if you were to stay in contact with them, just the way it wasn't good now at that point in time, just the way it's not it's not going to get it's not going to get better. Like it's a comfort zone, yeah, because it's comfortable, it's familiar. But at the end of the day, what are you really opting in for? An abusive friendship, and manipulative friendship, or manipulating mother? You know, what are you really opting in for? So it's kind of like deep down inside, you know, you want better because you're in a place of discomfort, but you may not know what the better what better looks like. But you need to be on your own and think for yourself and have your own your own voice in your head. Your own voice, not somebody else's voice. You need to be in your own space to be able to figure that out because they are so insecure based on whatever, whatever pain it is they're causing them. They are so insecure that, it, that they have to project it on you. And if they see that you're beginning to feel good about yourself, you're reflecting something back that makes them feel envious or jealous or they're not familiar with or just irritates them, they'll start to put you down. And because of the familiarity that you have, you are now wasting your time preserving. because of that because of that familiarity now they know exactly what to say to bring you down they know exactly what to say to make you feel bad about yourself when you're maybe when you're feeling good about yourself because of what you're wearing they know exactly what to say so you really need to it's better i mean regarding like friendships and everything you know be be honest with yourself about what it is you're opting in to stay if you're allowing the guilt to take over but sometimes it's not even just when it comes to friendships and relationships what other baggage could you be letting go evaluate your entire life as relationships even look down to your room or any rubbish that is there anything you haven't used in months and you know you're not going to use in the next few months just let it go let go of unnecessary baggage i feel like that's one way we can always purge ourselves even though it's a it's a physical thing it's not it's outside of us it is something that actually does have like a a cathartic feeling effect on us it kind of feels good to just let things go but you have to be willing so even if you identify those relationships that need to be cut or those things that need to those physical baggages or you know that those physical baggages that need to leave your life or you know you need to leave your work your workplace or something make sure you're honest with yourself about it me. I think that's what I was gonna end that sentence with. Um the third one I wanted to say was is to take the time to meditate. And I know that's something that we tend to hear a lot when it comes to um like all this self-love, self-care, meditating and all of that. And I'm not gonna lie, when it comes to meditating, it is very easy, especially when you've not done it before. It's very easy to lose you will lose concentration if you just if you just accept that. I think that'll be a lot easier for you. You will lose concentration when you meditate. But okay, let me not say meditate, I'll say be still. Because when you're still, obviously, for us to get to this state of insecurity, something has happened in the past and something is still in our subconscious. Something is still playing over and over again to, put, to keep us in that state of mind. So if you if you meditate or you're still, it's not just for the sake of sounding like a peaceful person or righteous. It has a reason. You When you do that, you're able to identify certain thoughts that keep poking this r- ugly head in your mind and you can deal with that thought you can deal with that thought and open it and chances are it's going to be a traumatic memory or traumatic event and what I did when that happened to me was I felt the emotion that came with it that's the next point feel the emotion as many times as you need so when you meditate or you're still you're able to identify the traumatic memories or thoughts that keep Coming up at random times to ruin your mood, or just keeps you in this negative cycle. When you do identify them, if you have taken the choice to be to meditate or be still, is to feel the emotion that comes with them, because a lot of the times it didn't produce a good feeling, whatever those things are. That's why it's putting you in a negative state of mind. But because maybe for whatever reason you did not feel the emotions at that time, that's why you didn't let it go. Because at the end of the day. You're not still traumatized over your first ear piercing it's something you've forgotten because the pain is over you've let it go it's not that big of a deal nothing bad has happened you just got an ear piercing so the point i'm trying to make is <sighs> once you've identified the memory or the traumatic memory that it thought or whatever um you need to feel the emotion that comes with it even if it happens 10 15 years ago sometimes we tend to think because we've heard it so many times people say things like let it go let it go because it's in the past, but if it's something traumatic, it's not as simple as that, it wasn't like it was a paper cut, it wasn't like it was something small, it's kind of like, it's trauma, trauma isn't something you can just delete, you have to actually work through it, but we tend to hear it, because we know that's what people will be saying, even if you've not heard it before, you know that's what people will be saying, you tell them something is bothering you, or maybe you're acting like this because of something that happened a while ago, and all they say is, well it happened five years ago, get over it, and if it meant, if it, just because it didn't have that much that much of an effect on them doesn't it doesn't mean that how you're feeling isn't justified you know so long as you're not taking it out on other people but it's trauma and if they don't understand it's not for you to suppress how you're feeling and think oh it doesn't mean anything or whatever i think You need to feel that emotion even if it happened five ten years ago even if it was something that happened when you were young simply for the fact that you haven't let it go you haven't felt the emotion you haven't cried about about it you haven't yelled about it you haven't maybe i'll say punch a punching bag or something you haven't actually let out the emotion for that that's why it's still trapped in your soul and i have noticed even before i read this book by louise Hay called you can heal your life as i was reading the bible i have now i know i had this insight oh, i mean i don't say it's, not, it's, it's as long as you're wise and you read the bible and everything you're spiritual i think it's something you can um confirm yourself when you hold a grudge or when we hold certain things in that's when all these illnesses start to pop up that's when you i mean people who are not spiritual will not understand it but it's true i i genuinely believe that when you are holding a grudge you have some sort of darkness in you because that's a grudge it's it's a it's a dark place you have some sort of darkness in you that you're holding on to that it results into illnesses so that's one of that's why it's a focus for me to let things go and I want to keep my eyesight forward my mindset forward and to deal with emotions as well not not to end up creating a new cycle of suppressing my emotions you know, all in the name of being positive, because that's just another problem that I've created now. But I want to also, like, I want to be able to be forward thinking and be able to, you know, think about the next, the things I want to do in my life and not be hung up over the past. And if something does keep popping up in my mind, to feel the emotion and cry about it. Because right now, now, obviously nowadays, I'm not crying about these things the way I was at the beginning when I started going through it. I was crying nearly every day. I was crying in the streets. Just remember certain moments when I've been dealt some injustice and it feels like it was in the past. Like I should let it go because that's what I've been told. But it's like, I'm feeling very emotional about it right now. Like it hurts as if it just happened. So I cried and I'll cry in the streets. I'll cry in my room. And everything. And I noticed that uh, okay, I'm not I'm gonna cry about these things and I'm gonna cry about it whenever whenever the emotion comes out. Like I don't think at that time I had it in me to hold anything in anymore. I, and also I was willing to let it go to feel it as well. Like I was like I'm creating my own space. I'm gonna cry and I'm not gonna tell anyone about it because what's the point of telling anyone about it? What they're gonna do is say sorry. But anyway, I let it out and I felt the emotion. And sometimes I would feel the emotion for the same traumatic memory on multiple occasions before it just sort of left me. I mean, you don't really know the last time when you do something, honestly. But that last moment came and I haven't cried about them since. But nowadays, I'm feeling much better than when I first started. I'm not crying. I'm definitely not crying as much as I did. Like there's a significant drop i need to be careful to not now create a new habit of suppressing my emotions all in the name of i should be over this by now because i cried about it like i don't want to create a new habit like i want to give myself the love that i never got but i thought when people think oh yeah that's a narcissistic. Um, mentality no it's not i feel like it, there's nothing wrong obviously there's something you have to god said love your neighbor as you love yourself so those who these people who hate themselves are that project hate so it obviously makes sense to love yourself so you can also project that love Um, But it's not a narcissistic thing. I think narcissism comes when you go at... When you start to get what you want in life... Or go after certain things... At the expense of other people... You tear people down... You stamp on them... You take advantage of them... That's when the problem lies... Like what that friend did to me... She always... She always... She had a social life... I didn't have a social life... I just felt trapped in the house... Even though it was just me... It was just this habit that my mother forced me into in a way... But I always... I always stayed at home... She had a social life and everything and because I never left the house and she liked the fact that she wanted to be seen as the pretty friend because she had a friend before me and she always get approached by the guys more so she wanted she really wanted to keep me in a very insecure state and be using me as like her bodyguard or her or her like her side to be seen as a sidekick so that she can be seen as like the star of the friendship I was spent. I was going somewhere with that Oh fuck, I was going somewhere with that <laughs> explanation. Anyway. You know, I really forgot what I was gonna say, and I probably only hear it back once I um listen to it back. But anyway, the point I well, the point I was trying I'm trying to make is feel the emotion. Don't suppress it. Let it go. And cry about it as much as possible. Don't feel like you have to let it. Don't feel like you have to suppress it don't feel like you um yeah now i remember what i was saying yeah so it's not a narcissistic thing it's when you go about to the expense of other people so uh, yeah i mentioned that story because um you know she was you know she wanted to live that life and feel good about herself and do all this self-love that Like this with a common word you hear in her mouth but she was doing it at the expense of the people around her she would emotionally manipulate people to get her to drive her places to buy her food you know, she'll put her friends in uncomfortable situations just because a guy can drive her places or she needs him in the future. So things like that. That's when it, that's when it gets to us. Narciss- that's when it gets narcissistic. But you have to show yourself love. You have to. You have to show yourself love. I don't think there's any other way. God said, love your neighbor as you love yourself. And without you even believing in God for the atheists out there. Clearly, there's a difference between positive people, and positive people and negative people. You won't find a person that loves themselves that actually puts other people down, and you won't find someone who hates themselves that does wonderful things for people on a daily basis and still chooses to be a hateful person. Like they don't go together. If you understand what I mean, hopefully you do. Anyway, but yeah, so loving yourself is is important, and that's one of the things that I need to also incorporate into my life. But just to go over the ways that I've mentioned. You need, to, you need to first of all have the will, make the make the choice that you want to change. You want to, you know, develop discipline or develop these habits or whatever it is that you wanted to do. It doesn't have to be big. Just create something because we need to move forward and aim for something in life. And once you've done that, although I'm I'm specifically referring in the case of around in the context of unclogging your soul. So yeah, have the will, make that choice, and eva- evaluate your life and be honest with yourself. That is your friendships, any other baggage you may be holding in your life emotionally and physically maybe you've had stuff in the house that you have had for one too many years or months you know you're not going to use it the next few months just throw it away so if you're going to that is if you're going to be honest with yourself (laughs) then once you're honest with yourself and you evaluate your emotions then i would say find a way to meditate or find a way to be still meditation may not be it maybe you you find stillness when you exercise or something like that whatever it is find a way to be still so when you're still you can identify those memories when you identify those memories you can feel the emotions and you feel the emotions as many times as, as you need until you let it go and you won't know when you let it go because you, you just find out whether you're not crying about that anymore so I'll, I'll suggest also maybe i'll add it to the list you should take it easy on yourself as well because we always have a tend we have a tendency to want to get to that checkpoint that destination of healing and self-love and whatnot we have a tendency to want to get there very quickly so like i said i want i know i know i'm not in the same state of mind i was years ago but just all in the name of aiming high and being a better version of myself i don't want to now create a new habit of suppressing my emotions or rushing myself or being impatient with myself all in the name of i should be over this by now i should be moving quicker by now whatever so this is advice I'm also taking myself that I'm also passing on to you. Because there's still several months left in the year. Even if it was December already. There's still time to do better moving forward. Because you are alive. By the grace of God. Um. Yeah. So be patient with yourself. Take it easy. Don't ever think that I should be over this by now. Or why am I crying? Why am I still crying? Don't scold yourself as how other people scolded you okay because the reason why they did those things to you because they are uh, they did not choose to go through this journey that you are choosing to go on so don't act like them and start putting yourself down and saying why i should be over this by now or why am i still crying about this well, i don't want to cry about this anymore i mean at some point you do it but at some point you know it's at a time when you feel it's like that that's no longer an issue or you feel secure in yourself then you then it'll be very easy to sort of not allow every little thought about it that crosses your mind to just bring you down you'll be stronger you'll be resilient because of that Yeah, so... Let me just go about it one more time before I end the recording. First one is have the will slash make your choice. Evaluate your life and be honest. Take time to meditate or find a way to be still. And, uh, no, second to last one. Feel the emotions as many times as you want. And last one, take it easy on yourself. Be patient. So, that's all I have. Because everyone... I don't know if everyone's making New Year's Resolution. Some people may have given up altogether. But... It's, we all want. To, we all want to do something better. So, honestly speaking, you are really meant to be um, aiming for something, and it doesn't really have to be big, but it's still aiming for something. You're meant to be doing that. But the, I, was, I would like to say these are a stepping stone. These are this is a, a starter. Uh, what is the word I use at the beginning? Um, basics, whatever. Anyway, I hope this helped because we still have ten months, ten plus months ahead of us. Make use of it the way you can be patient with yourself. Create something new and end this year different than the previous. Regardless of pandemic goal as well. So that's all I have to say about Unclogging Your Soul. And it is I, your host, Deborah Meals. Bye.